Today is Tuesday, December 22nd. The title for our devotional is Compassion and Guts. That title doesn't get your attention, then I don't know what will. If it doesn't, maybe I'll just go on a rant about how we're so desensitized to hyperbolic headlines. But we'll save that rant for later, I guess. Today we're going to look at the Greek and Hebrew words often translated compassion, simply because I think it's interesting, and this devotional is where I get to drop all the interesting content I find that doesn't make it into the sermon. So, lucky you. That's not the only reason. I think knowing the etymology of these words will help us get a visual picture of what it really means. The root word for compassion in Hebrew is the word rehem, which means womb. This, remember, is the word God chooses to emphasize in his self-description of his own character. God's character is first and foremost that of compassion, which we saw yesterday. This is seen best in a mother's compassion for her child in our human experience. In the New Testament, which is written in Greek, the most common word translated compassion is splanknot. Good luck saying that ten times fast. Like its Hebrew counterpart, it too has a literal anatomical meaning, and that is guts, entrails, or intestines. Mmm, how's your breakfast sounding now? This literal meaning we see in Acts 1.18 says, Now this man acquired a field with the reward of his wickedness, and falling headlong, he burst open in the middle, and all his bowels, that's our word, splanknon, gushed out. My favorite is the old King James translation trying to stick to the original of Philippians 1.8. At the expense of activating your gag reflex, Philippians 1.8 in the old King James says, For God is my record, how greatly I long after you all in the bowels of Jesus Christ. Now you see why we need to translate into modern English. For example, the ESV translates that word more appropriately as affection. Metaphorical and more oft used meaning of the words heart, affections, and compassion. Our closest modern comparison would be to say that something is gut wrenching. It's a deep feeling of affection we get when we hear news of a tragedy that hits close to home. It's the empathy we feel for someone who is suffering. It's the feeling we have for our children when we see them struggling. This is the type of compassion God has for you and the type of compassion he calls us to model in our relationships with one another. For additional content today, I've linked you to the Bible Project podcast called The Womb of God, in which they discuss this Hebrew term and how it came to mean compassion. I've also linked you to the video, The Character of God, Compassion. So if you can navigate over there and check those out, The podcast is about an hour long. The video is only a few minutes. But if you only have time to listen to it today, then I encourage you to check out the podcast. It's well worth the time. Reflect on that image today of a mother's womb and the intimate relationship that a mother shares with her child in her womb. Remember, that's the first term that God uses to describe his character. That's the kind of tender-hearted compassion and love that God has for you. Reflect on what invokes that kind of compassion in you. What stories do you hear that are just gut-wrenching? How do you experience the compassion of God for others in your life?